Today is July 23rd. The Yankees win their first series in forever. And not only do they win it, they sweep them Royals away. Let's talk Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy. Recaps galore, weekly awards, stat lines, steaming hot takes. Get your Yankees news from these two fine dudes. It's time for Talking Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy. John Boy and Jake. Talking Yanks with old John Hello and welcome to Talking the Yanks, episode number blah, 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 blah. The Yankees sweep the Royals. What does this mean? Nobody knows. Could mean something, could mean nothing, but they did it. They swept the Royals. Jake, how you doing? James Davis, everyone tuning in with us on this fine Sunday or Monday or whenever you listen to Talking Yanks, I guess. We're recording Sunday at 4.41 p.m. Yeah, the, the Yankees, they checked a necessary box, which for the, you know, we haven't been saying that for a little bit now. So they, they sweep the Royals, who are uh, Oakland Athletics level bad um, at home. They check a couple boxes that you're right. You, you, hope, you hope in a week we're talking about Anthony Rizzo, back to being Anthony Rizzo. You know, we see some stuff from G. Uh, the Yankees survive and win three games. Good. Um, it, you left the door open because if, if they lost two out of three of these, we would have jammed the window shut. So uh, a little bit of hope as we head into, uh, and you know that I'm actually converted on this. I, I didn't think Subway Series had extra juice. It does have extra juice, and the two at the stadium are going to be some lively crowds this week, so I'm excited for that. The crowds will be lively. I don't know if it's got juice outside of the two fan bases. Don't Nor care. I'm talking about in the to. stadium. I'm talking about the atmosphere. I know, but sometimes, like gym. sometimes, like they have juice, like you know, San Francisco Giants and Dodgers. I'd tune into that more than so. You know, I think this year it's uh, internal juice only. Anyway, the Royals stink. Um, they're playing a fun brand of baseball where if you throw strikes in the zone, they'll swing at them, and then if you throw strikes outside the zone too. I guess just pitches. They'll swing at those two. So that was kind of cool, man. Like nice quick innings. Um, I think, you know, Clark had like a five pitch inning and a seven pitch inning. And it was like, you put it close. We'll ground it out or pop it up. Just have some fun. So I appreciate that out of the Royals that made for a nice, uh, nice game speed and tempo. There's some things that are good, man. And I think the only thing is you just avoided selling. 100% because if you got swept, like if they got swept, then they're, they're, they're selling or they're just not buying at all. You know what I mean? Like you can't get swept by the Royals. So they win the series. So they avoid that. And now, now you take the hotter bats and say, is this just because we played the Royals or are these guys actually heating up? And that's what the next two series will do for us and then we'll see how aggressive or non-aggressive because now I, I do think you know say they uh sweep the Mets and then is it Astros next I think uh, or is it Baltimore Baltimore I think it's a say they so say they win they win um four out of the next five uh you have to take two from Baltimore to to for what I'm saying to like really get aggressive maybe 
Yeah, I, it it's going to be interesting this uh this this tight wire couple weeks. Uh you know, the Mets are asking themselves a lot of questions and what's their deadline going to look like and is it you know, there's been Justin Verlander rumors, and he's getting the pill in the first game. Rodon and Kitana, game two, the two lefties that have both come back, so that's fun. Um, so, yeah, you know you know where I land with any two-game set. Like, you just can't lose both. Like, it, there, there is a chance, you know, if they split two, that we'll just do a shoulder shrug, and then it'll be pretty real with, you know, two off days in between, and then it's at Baltimore, and then they come back home to the stadium to play the Rays. So... Hey, if, if this team has the 8-2 and two and 10 games and they're looking for a time to do it, now would be a great one for multiple reasons. In-division games coming up after the Mets series and leading up to the deadline and positioning themselves as, uh, as good as they can be from everything else they've done in this, you know, more than first half of the season. Yeah, I mean, right now I think I very much believe the Royals are a great jumpstart team, but you have to follow up and but i also believe in no batting gloves so mm. tricky situation there sean casey uh yeah i'm trying to think what else uh another wedding this weekend congrats to abby and andy uh late night in queens so you know it's good and uh well, what else oswaldo got sent oswaldo oswaldo got sent down oswaldo sent um, down franchi sent down bauer, ma- bauer makes his return Greg Allen back. Glaber leaves with an injury, so Oswaldo for sure coming back. That's not something that happened yet, but that's the way it goes if Oswaldo goes uh, to AAA. So he comes right back. And boom, boom, boom. The Wise Again Judge, have fun. Right, right. The bat heard around the world. The pregame. Sim game broadcasted on the Yes Network because that's kind of where we're at with the Yankee season. Um, and they did say afterwards, uh, J-Lo will throw again Sim game and then he would start a rehab assignment on Saturday. Still no judge timeline, and that's obvious. Um, and Nestor threw a rehab start today. So he... He could potentially be 10 games away if they do two yeah, rehab the, starts. The earliest he can come back is he's 60 days. Oh, that's is right. August 3rd, I believe, is his earliest eligible date. So it sounded like so either Boone way, said, yeah, Boone, I think, said before, sometime during this series he would probably get th- at least three rehab games. Makes sense. Been out a while. Yeah. Yep. The judge stuff is weird. What part? I don't know. I don't even really want to get into it because I like I don't I don't want to be grouchy about nothing. Yeah, it's just kind of all of it the last like two months. Bizarre all around. Really weird. Bizarre all around. Like yes, had their f- full crew there, like a zoom in on his foot swinging. It's like what? Yeah. It felt like some. It felt like some. It was a clown and pony show. But, I mean, I don't. I, I don't even know if it felt like it. Like that was. Someone sending a message to someone, either to the fans or to Hal or judge to the team or never seen that. Yeah. Broadcast like that. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't like know. They hyped it up like a, like a fight. <laughs> and then they had the slow-mo replays rolling. 
zoomed in on his foot. It was it was very weird. It felt like some pain. I said I didn't want to get into it, Jake. Okay, then let's not get into it. What I'll say without getting into it uh, is, yeah, I, I mean, we do have some yes connects that we can knock around. I, you know, because we had like Kay was tweeting about it before. I, w- I wonder if they got like special permission or who knows. And that that's the question that we always get lost in is it could literally be anything. It could be like, it could have been from the Yankees. Like, yeah, show off this at bat. It could have been from Judge. Like, show the people this at bat. It, I, Yes Network, I, I don't know. I don't know if Loisa has got know. that kind of pull. Could be him too. Just bizarre. Just bizarre. So, hopefully, uh, hopefully something. I don't even know what I'm hoping for. Me neither. Me neither. All right. Are we burning? Are, you going, are we back to burns? Yeah, we got an actual series. Let's do it. Let's do it, Jim. And the burns are brought to you by PPV.com. You're probably familiar. You know the name PPV, pay-per-view. But PPV.com, they have the Errol Spence Jr. versus Terrence Crawford undisputed welterweight world championship live on ppv.com, the only streaming platform where boxing fans can participate in a live interactive chat. And who's in that chat? It's John Boy Media's Dan Canobio and Chris Algieri and legendary boxing writer Lance Pugmire. Not a John Boy Media-affiliated person yet. We'll see. Um, This is one of the big ones. Our guy Canobio is hyped, and the people at pay-per-view events are as well. There's no subscription required ever. You can download the ppv.com app, all your favorite devices. Order Spence Crawford on ppv.com right now. Believe me is the best way to watch this fight, and you do not want to miss out. So uh, July 29th, 8 p.m. Eastern time. There's a link in the description. Um, And, you know, if you're a real sports junkie, you know, Yanks checked your box, you know, that boxing fight's coming up next week. Probably right when this live app will be wrapping up. Ball in Play Championship, our Warehouse Games channel. BBD is on the hardwood. Joe's McFly is on the hardwood. Cement. Hardwood. On, on, the, on, the, on the cement. Hard words. Mm. So go check that out. We'll, uh, probably a ton of people from our live YouTube chat right now will be hopping over to that. So that'll be fun. There's a link in here. Game one. Mm. Royals, Yankees, Nettles. After a Schmitty West Coast trip, Clark would try to get the Yankees season out of the marsh against Alec and the Royals who came into town. Bottom two, smile. You've got Franchi. One nothing, Yanks. Top four. Now stay with me here. Starts with an M, ends with a Y. Massey, three run bomb yikes royals take the lead but bottom four starts with an m ends with a y mckinney puts up three points himself oh billy 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 it's four to three yanks make it five friday night labor bombs i'm having flashbacks known slugger michael massey homers again and an electric game ending play by tony chicken parms at shortstop gets the final out at third Clark to Wandy to King to Canley to Clay. New York survives. 5-4 final. Felt like a game they might lose at the end, but they won it. 
And uh, I actually like this game is Peraza and McKinney playing with their hair on fire and making like defensive plays and having fun. I like that aspect of this game a whole bunch. Some definite, definite nervous energy as, as this game's close. And like we said, if basically one thing does go awry in any of these games, it's <laughs> like it's a very bleak outlook. So, uh, yeah, I mean, the Billy McKinney game, he makes a couple big catches. He has a three-run homer um, playing center field. Uh, and, yeah, you know, that, that, play, that play to end the game is a fun one. You know, I, I think I was reliving it if – if uh, if Volpe doesn't make that play, or if he like went to first, what would we been saying? Because you know that it's not an easy play. It's kind of a funky throwing angle, and it's everything's got to be precise. And it was. And DJ gives a little fist pump that you don't always get that out of him. So uh, survive is the word of the day for me. It was a good defensive game. DJ opened it up with a nice defensive play at third base on it. I think it was like a hundred five mile per hour uh, exit velo hit ball. And then you had the two McKinney plays, the sliding and the leaping. You had the two Peraza plays diving up the middle. One was in the ninth, right before the Volpe ball. And then you had that Volpe one as well. I think Rizzo took a routine-ish play, but like a hot shot at first where our defense has been failing us. So if they don't make a couple of those plays, I don't think we say that's the defense's fault. I think we're just upset about the pitching because they were hard hit, but the defense helped out the pitching. We haven't had... um, a fraction of the team help another fraction of the team in a while. It's true. So that was cool. Uh, Clark was good. The Royals swing at everything, um, which was pretty nice. So he filled up the zone. I liked that. Only and, si- um, only 64 pitches from Clark 5.2. Yeah. What'd you think about that? Um, Boone definitely manages game against the Royals. Like he was managing for the season, this series against the Royals, like he was managing for the season. Yeah. It's a, uh... It's just funny, man. I mean, you know, we're we're like too close to the situation sometimes, and it's just like, you know, the Yankees say some of these baseballisms, and then, you know, cl- clearly they realize that they put themselves in such a bad spot that they had to take these games more serious. And it's like, I don't know. There's still something bizarre to to treating different games more serious than other games because that kind of defies baseball and sports in general. Like I know. NBA kind of has a problem with uh, resting players, and it's a little different because it's such a physical grind that, that, you know, they're navigating that in their own way. But, you know, the Yankees kind of, the, if we can figure it out, the team can figure it out when games and series mean more to them. And this clearly does because it's deciding part of their future of their season. I mean, they, they went um, they went Wandy, King, Canely, Clay, and then Wandy, Canely, Clay back to back against the Royals, and then used King again game three. And Wandy so, got and loose. Was up. Yeah, so all of their top four relievers pitched in two games this series, and they're all close. And the Royals aren't good, so I don't know how hmm. good it is. But a win's a win, a win is a win, and a win is a win, and three of them are nice. What do you think about it, pulling Clark at sixty four? I mean, all, all things considered. You had a lefty coming up. The lefties were hitting him pretty hard. They're hitting the sweeper, which I don't think he usually throws the lefties that much, but he's dabbling everywhere, and they started hitting it. I I was a bit, like, surprised, but then I was like, okay, cool. Clark, yeah. Clark's also, like, at his career. He's set a career high in innings pitch kind of already, so I think the rest of the way we might see some of this. 
And we're we're also that ruins the whole that ruins that ruins the whole thing. Okay. Don't tell me it was preventive instead of aggressive. Well, I, I within this game, it may have still been aggressive. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't. Just something that I've, I've been kind of eyeing. Yeah, I, I, I think I don't think that comes into play. I think the bigger factor there is we're surrounded by three off days. They had an off day coming back from the West Coast. They got an off day coming up, and they have one after the Mets series. So I, I think full tilt, go win a game. Um, who cares if Clark's thrown sixty-five pitches or ninety-five pitches? It's you know we're in the sixth inning. We need to win. Um, yeah. Billy McKinney, center fielder. And this is Peraza's, as you noted, Jim. Uh, he leads off this game, and then he does not lead off the again. No, he did get hit by a pitch. I don't know. Maybe that. I don't know if they said anything about that. I didn't. I didn't tune in. I've been at the beach. Uh, with actually, I haven't really been at the beach. I've been on the street by the beach at home with the kids, but I've been tuned into like the press pre and post as much. So I don't know if he talked about why Peraza got the day or if it was just a day. They said just a day. Okay, he did get hit first pitch of the game, right? Like he let off in the first pitch of the game, just was like a bullet at his head, yeah. shoulder. Yeah, he got hit. Um, Drove one to the wall that got robbed. Would have been nice for him to have. Dude, that, but... that was nice. That was like four hundred fifteen yeah. feet. Yeah. Good game. Okay. Defense won that game. I mean, the offense obviously get the Franchi homer and the McKinney homer and the other stuff, but there was a lot of defensive plays, which was nice. McKinney and Peraza, two guys that weren't worth us. Boom. Boom. Game two. Will they win the series? Quite the singer, that Cole, huh? As Brady and Garrett tee it up in the boogie down. Bottom one, two out RBI single by Big G. It's one nil Yanks, but make it one one as Nick, I'm so proud of you. He homers. Each team would push another run across. Glaber's sack fly is underrated, and Garcia with the RBI single. It's two to two in the seventh. Oh, Hey, Mr. DJ, put that record on. I want to dance with my baby. DJ 26 with the classic Oppo Taco Homer to give the Yanks the lead. And your star insurance runs are brought to you by Giancarlo. Let the rhythm take you over, Giancarlo. Te quiero. Yankee wins. Cole to some greasers. Wandy, Tommy, and Clay. 5-2 final. Final. Cole gets it done. Versus Brady Singer, huh? You like him? You like Brady Singer? What's your thoughts? All the Royals fans tuning in want to know. He's pitched pretty well at Yankee Stadium. He doesn't mind it there. Um, He does have one of the highest ERAs. Uh, in baseball this season Does feel like a good change of scenery guy At some point um, But yeah Um. Okay yeah. I didn't know you were a giant fucking Bray Singer fan I kinda am You are? University Former of Florida prospect. First round pick He light, seems so pissy to me all the time Light bulb really went off last year I think he just looks I really feel like he, he makes He looks like he makes these noises on the mound like <clears throat> He doesn't look nearly as pissy as that pissy guy that used to frustrate you. Who is that? I don't know. Who is that? We'll figure that out. 
Because, yeah, Singer's not even in that guy's league. He looks, like, full of angst to me. They mentioned on on the Yes broadcast, like, Brady Singer... It was, just, it was a terrible start to this year because he's on Team USA, but sort of the last pitcher on the roster. So he kind of yeah, they were saying him and only Witt. only pitched two innings, so he didn't like really do spring training. So that I think I don't know how true it is. Didn't pour into the game logs, but they're seems like they're blaming a, a lot of it on that. I like I think that's a great blame. Like he didn't get reps interested because he was just benched. Said the same for Bobby Witt. He was on the bench behind everyone. A lot of Royals excuses this series, huh? Wow. No Vinny. Yeah. That's a bummer. What was your favorite part about this game again? Uh, let's see. Uh, I mean, the DJ Homer opposite field to break the tie, and that's how you kind of want your DJ Homers to look. Yeah, nice nice at bat. The This whole game was playing, like this whole series felt like everyone was playing on the outside edge because you got a bunch of not, not good hitters, so you try to beat them outside instead of busting them in. Um, and DJ got two calls on him in that at bat that he didn't like. So you could see him kind of ready, like they're going back out there and gearing up for it, but that was nice. I enjoyed that. It's what it looks uh, like when he's right, and that's, you know, we're, we're going to be – Grasping at straws a little bit, unless the Yankees actually get going against some other teams. But yeah, you know, you want to, you need Big G Homerun. He's doing that. Rizzo starts checking some boxes the next game. DJ checks like that box for him that you hope it's, you hope we can look back and say it's the start of something. Um, but it's also, you hear it in our voice, the Royals after today are 28 and 73. <laughs> that's, that's big bad. Yeah, that's not good uh, at all. And Cole pitched well, but yeah, they just swing, man. Like, you just find the edge or anywhere, and they weren't that great. I did. I did. Oh, the other thing is, um, both these games, like, they just straight up gave us a run. And even game three, they just gave us a bunch of runs. So, um. There are, there's definitely part of me that wants to be just straight up happy and be like, yeah, let's get rolling, let's go. But then, like, I was going through the highlights and the replays and, like, stands hit past wit. And you actually have to look at the footage now because everything is marked a hit and there's no errors anymore. Uh, but there's just runs given. Uh, Rizzo's in game one, Rizzo hits into the double play. They throw it into left field. So the inning doesn't, the inning continues and they score one run in the first there. And then this game, Stan hits that. 84 mile per hour one underneath which glove that they give a hit. And that was 84. I thought Paulie was talking about that was like over a hundred. The one underneath. uh, Let me see. I have it here. I think I thought that one was a, was a one Oh one. Maybe the pitch was 84. I mean, definitely in range. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. The the, The pitch was 84. The hit was 105. My my, my apologies. I read the wrong number. He but, apologize, um, everyone. Don't leave a fucking comment. Well, no, no, but it's still that gets stopped. That gets at least blocked. Yeah, I mean, I but in the head of Bobby Witt, that is his goal because Stan's one of the slowest runners in the sport, and he he couldn't. So I I no, of the runs Royals yeah. gave us, <laughs> I think that one can be in a slightly different bucket. Sure. Eh. I don't know. I, I think other teams, that doesn't happen. The Royals just kind of have that it, factor. Like the Yankees have, usually. Royals made a, made some more straight-up mistakes in the series. Uh, that, yeah. That one doesn't fully register for me. A lot of guys yeah. knock it down. 
Um, pitching, they go to the top three again here. And they get it. Clay with a man. Clay got the save in the first, but he kind of got hit hard. And then this one, did he walk all the lefties he faced? Clay or did was, all the lefties get on? Clay was working in this one. Um, let's see. Clay went. Uh, Melendez struck out looking. He's lefty, so that's the first batter. Um, Massey grounded out two, and he's left. Did he so, faced like all lefties? Who did he walk? Didn't he walk two guys? Uh, he walked Prado, who's lefty, and then Olivar is singled. Those are the two guys that got on. Is uh, they have a lot of lefties? Is Olivares uh, lefty? In my head, he's not. He's not. He's not. He's not. Um, maybe he went to like three two on one of those guys. I just knew that the the lefties were really not really chasing the sinker like they usually do. And he was also high with it in this. He was grinding. It was 27 pitches for him. Yep. Back to back days. Um Canley gives up a home run. Massey. Yeah, I mean, Massey, uh, you know, we love a good well, we don't, we sarcastically, we love a good Yankee killer series. And I mean, Michael Massey. Have a weekend, kid. Um Career 10 homers. This game, Volpe had um, an 0-2 single in one of the innings when they when we rallied. Or was that the first game? Learn uh, them because they're very similar. Yeah, that was... Um, <laughs> they were kind of similar. Uh, I think that was the, the first game. He had two hits because later on he took a fastball to right, I believe, or... Well, that might have been the second game. Anyway, my what I'm whatever I'm trying to get at is they were feeding. It was the first game. First game. It was that dude. That was that dude Marsh. He was yeah. feeding everyone curveballs and sliders. So it was like breaking balls glory, which is the scouting report on the Yankees right now that they they see like forty percent breaking balls higher than any other team. Volpe grounded out to third on a slider in his first or second at bat, and then he gets the hit on an O two curveball that was outside that he pulled and we're getting a little bit nearer back to that place. where like, I want, I wanted Volpe to start using the whole field again. He was trying to pull everything. Then he does get a hit in game two to the right. That was my whole storyline of that. Like I, I started feeling in my head, like I need to see him go to right again. Like, come on, we did this already. And then, and then he did with the fastball in game two, I believe. So that was something I noticed. Okay. Yeah. What else you got, Papo? I think that's all. I mean, another like they were down that home run. Um or they weren't tied. They were tied. When it got tied and then it's getting late, it's like it's it's very nice to walk away with the win. Go back in year like, oh yeah, these were kind of close. And they're a last place team, and the last last place team beat us in a series. So what are we? Spinning in my head. Happiness. What does this mean? Happiness. What does this mean? Yep. Game three. Sure. Yankees bring their broomsticks to the Bronx. Have not said that a lot this year, huh? Hopefully, Luis Severino would be more Luis Severine. Yes. As he and the Yanks would try to get back on track. 
Tell me if you've heard this one before. Against the worst ERA in baseball, Jordan Lyles on the bump. I could get Glaber Torres is there. Two-run jibber in the first. Tony and Harry each have RBI hits. It's 4 nothing. Hey, now, bottom three. Woo-woo. 5-0 and call the fuzz. Tony's got his riz back. First homer since 1927. Easy like a Sunday morning, but actually kind of scary at points. Royals and Mike Massey make it close as they normally do. But the Yanks open it back up. Three in the eighth with a couple good at-bats and some Royal slop. Sevy to Hammy to King to Ron. Yankees sweep and win 8-5 final. And finally, we got ourselves like, you know, 4 nothing early, a little bit of a laugher, having fun with Rizzo. Oh, wait. Yeah. This game is kind of closer than I think it should be. And then, okay, it's a four-run game again, 8-4. to four, And then, oh, wait, they're threatening. And it's like, eh, but awesome. But but ultimately, great that we got the three wins. Yeah, the king innings. Finding king. myself like this, I kept finding myself actively talking to my dad and whoever's around me like this Royals team is terrible. Yeah, and then being like, oh shit, we're in the game. Yeah, I mean the the king inning really scary, really scary. I mean Ron at the end, you know that's a situation where you'd rather have a guy throw a fastball for a homer than give up walks. So that's. That's whatever. I think it does. It shows a little bit of Ron's current standing in the bullpen. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the King inning, super crazy. That's like, oh, my God, if we have to go into a record day and Kinger gives up another and, and the Yankees lose a game to the Royals and it changes the whole tone that, yeah, uh, definitely some some scary moments throughout this series. They get three wins somehow. Um, Severino ruins his final line with his last pitch. Um or if Bowers catches that ball in right field, maybe we don't even get to that pitch. But, um, yeah, survive. Survive. Rizzo with some storylines. Uh, Massey homers again. Then that sloppy play, infield single, all that stuff. Yeah, if you didn't see, ball comes off the end of the Peraza's bat, bases loaded, uh, takes a really funky end of the bat, spin, first baseman gets his glove on it, but not in his glove, and just like one of those, whenever you see like a panic baseball play, and you're like, oh my God, and you hear like coaches say, eat it, or you know, it was definitely an eat it moment, and he tried to not eat it, and that kind of ended the game. Then... No, that kind of ended the game. Um, what did you think about Bader bunting as far as decisions of this game? Um, I don't mind it. I, I I, mean, before that Bader at bat, I was looking at his stats recently, and he has not been in a good place. And I was going back to, you know, the, remember when there was a part of this season where the small ball Yanks were, like, really effective, and it was like every time the Yankees did small ball, they got rewarded for a little bit. I forget when that was. Um, but yeah, Bader's been in a funk, um, no outs. Yeah, I, I mean, it, then it turns into the result of the bunt that you're playing that part of it, that if he doesn't get it down or something, I'd say, yeah, disaster class, but he does, and it it put the Yankees in position for someone like Peraza, who, yeah, it's not pretty, but he put it in play. He uses his speed. It put pressure on the defense on a bad team. 
and you end up getting the result from it. So I didn't, I didn't mind it. Yeah, I didn't mind it either. And uh, Higgy was coming up. He's a sack fly machine. My dad was just telling the kids about that. So I felt bad for Bader last time, and then he hit a homer. But win games. Wish they were playing like this two weeks ago. Bader makes a nice catch in this one. That changes the whole outlook of that seventh inning or whenever that was. Good outfield play. Yeah. There was there was one ball that Franchi, I didn't know if he could have caught in game one or two, that dropped in front of him. I think it was Prado dropped one in front of him. And I was like, ah, oh, man, I don't know. Whatever, shrug. Yeah. Volpe and McKinney almost collide. Yeah. Yeah, and I know we talked about a couple episodes. There's There's been a few pop-ups recently that, the Yankees just kind of end up bumping butts a little bit. It's mostly been foul outs. Like I know, I think Trevi oh, yeah. and Riz had one, and I I don't know. It oh, almost first inning today almost felt like one. the Yankees outside of Glaber and Rizzo because they like doing the game of like I'm gonna joke catch it next to you. I think all the other Yankees are instructed both go for it, and the taller guy catches it. Like don't run hard at each other, but if you both go for it, one of you probably gets it. Hmm. Sound that's sound coaching. Did we forget in the gr- ground scraping the, the all me. the Jose Trevino stuff? Like that's oh yeah, we did forget Jose Trevino and Andy Pettit. Mm-hmm. Ah. The Trevino stuff is I love you know I love Trevi. He's like an awesome dude, but I'm I'm just can't have any more of these stories where a Yankee says, "Well, I thought I could." play hurt but i'm not helping the team so surprise i'm actually injured and i'm done for the season now yeah man feels those are tough ones feels impossible that that happened again and it did and you know it it's disconnects is one of my my words i've been using a lot lately and it's like what what happened? Because I, I understand, you know, revealing stuff to the media. No team really likes to do that. But, you know, Boone, Boone a week ago told the press, like, oh, you know, Trevi's good. He's got some usual dings and nicks from being, a, being an everyday catcher. But besides that, he's good. And then Trevino, out for the season, bong. And Trevino's like, oh, yeah, I've had this since the spring. And you're like, come on, guys, fellas. The spring? February? It's almost August. He could mean May. When does when's the last reasonable date of spring? Like May 15th. And I'm not talking the actual scientific stuff. Right, because that's a lot later than you'd think. Yeah, because that is just wrong. I hate people that are like, summer doesn't start until it's like, ah. Oh. Summer starts when school's out. Everyone knows that. Okay. All right, let's go into awards. I think so. Andy Pettit, an, another pseudo coach for the Yanks. Love it, love it. Great time to announce it. <laughs> when everyone wants you to talk about trades and and go get people to help the team. Great, well, love this it. is this is kind of like the biggest trade that could have made Jim. He was on the field for Luizaga Judge. People forget that. I think post game said he wants him to love Andy Pettit. None of my reaction to this 
and being a grouch has to do with anything about the beautiful Andy Pettit. I like him a ton. You're more mad at the Royals, I, I think. Hey, <laughs> how much the Yankees are becoming an eyewash factory. Mm. <laughs> Speaking of eyes, Jim, I just threw on my shady rays, and today's episode is sponsored by Shady Rays. Take on the sun. It's here, July 23rd. I mean, we are middle of summer. Get yourself yeah. a pair of sunnies. It's a world-class product at an affordable price. Durable frames, extremely clear optics, and if you lose them or you crush them. I say crush them. I've done that in experience. You put them down on the seat, crack, bam, boom, pow. You need a new pair of glasses, right? You hit up Shady Rays and you say, hey, I sat on my glasses and they'll be like, LOL, yo. Uh, but we'll send you a new pair because they have their lifetime lost and broken replacement guarantee that they will send them back out to you. So with that, the lifetime guarantee part, sure. The already cheaper prices of a great product. They are giving you code YANKS for 50% off two-plus pairs of premium polarized shades. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code YANKS, 50% off two-plus pairs of premium polarized sh shades. I wear them every day. I wear them every day. Cousin Kyle showed up in Shady Rays. You look great. And Cousin Kyle's been known in parts of Michigan as Shady Ray. Mmm. As a past life. Right. He's moved on, but... We think and hope. Nice guy. It's behind me. A nice There's, guy. If I open that window, there is uh, like maybe, I wonder what the honest head count is under 10-year-olds. Maybe 20? Wow. Making a, a, a dessert with my Aunt Frances, the sand cake it's called. Sand cake? Sand maybe. cake. Yeah, it looks like a beach. Like there's like, I don't know. It's, it's pretty tasty. It's like, it's like almost like a, cup of mud you, you would get oh, like okay. a, like a like a pudding and then crushed oreos and then like gummy worms stuff but like but uh it's good but i don't know james is in there like he's pretty gross the kid's been shitting himself all day pride 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 of the yankees pride of the yankees, pride of the yankees. Yeah. you get to go first you're gonna give it to your scottish king heathen season um, well, it's an interesting proposition because technically we skipped, so. Oh, that is true. That is true. So I, I just do don't know where, where that leaves us. I, yeah, I do get to go first. I, I gave out some awards last episode. What is it is in the ledger? You Beeps? have to listen to it. Get? You have to listen to the episode backwards. It's one of those like record deals. That sounds like some heathen shit to me. Mm -hmm. I believe you. It is. So I get to go first because we didn't do him last episode. Go. Give it to your Scottish guy. No, I'm not. Okay. Um, you can go first, Jake. I don't want to take it from you for the wow. rest of the Wow. Dude, this is kind of actually a tough one. No, I mean, I have I have two that I, I want to give it to, but I don't I don't want to steal Sunday for, from you for the whole second half. I have a couple tweeners, and it's been working. Like, the Yankees are hot now. Um, it's not Franchi. I will go with. Ooh, I'll end up going with Tony Riz. I don't know. I, I I guess on this final day, that sucks. All right, we, I should have won first. We have a good moment. You could still go first. 
I'm going Glaber. Okay. That's a good I don't one. Know, I don't want McKinney getting left out. I have a really good award for him, so. Like it. Love it. That's why I wanted to Love go. It. Actually, no, I'm going first. It's Anthony Rizzo. And uh, he has a four-hit day today. He hasn't had four hits in four years. Four hits in four years. Uh, and he hits the homer 45 games. Crazy. That That's real. Um, and, you know, he was originally, if we were doing suspects on last year's DJ LeMahieu hit an injury scale, he was currently suspect number one. Uh, so then the Trevino news leaks, and everyone's like, wait, so if this can happen again, maybe let's check on Tony Riz's vitals because yeah. his slump links directly with a contact injury that he missed a little time for. Uh, he comes out, four-hit day today, uh, hits the home run. You know I sneaky still like a silent treatment here and there. He gets that. And, yeah, put him in the bucket of, well, does anything matter? Are we going to look back and laugh at this Royal Series? Or, like a lot of guys in baseball that have gone through big slumps, sometimes a heater comes with it. So, hey. Some of the, some of the pitches he hit, because half your brain goes, all right, well, Royals. And the other half goes, well, the actual individual pitches he hit were kind of interesting. Um, they were up and in fastballs. Yeah, which Paulie, was even- pa- Paulie O was really good on it on the broadcast. What did he say? He was just talking about how the, those upstairs pitches Rizzo's getting to, he gets to those when he's not leaving over the plate and looking for the outside pitch. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. And and even when he was going really well this year, that was still a, a pitch that was he was struggling with. Now, I do really – I asked Hokey about this. He's, he was off yesterday. He said he was going to ask about it today after the game. I don't know if he did because we've been recording. But – I need to know the backstory of going up there sans batting gloves. And I, I mean, I have my fan fiction. Tell the people it's a good one version of it. You know, he's making such bad contact that, you know, he says, you know, uh, lucky I got my gloves on. My hands would be stinging like crazy. All this bad contact I'm making. And Sean Casey said, take your gloves off and feel that pain. Yeah. So he went up there without his batting gloves on. Now there's even more on the line. There's a sting, a sting that could start in your hands. And it could go down to your elbows. To, and he doesn't want that. He's already got the mental sting of uh, not hitting well. And the, the physical sting of when uh, Tatis um, made him necklace. So he goes, no batting gloves. And now all you can do is square it up. Cause he doesn't want to get hurt and he does. So that is how I would answer the question. If I was Rizzo and Hulk asked me after the game today, the decision to go no batting gloves for one or two at bats. I don't want to hurt or help the story. And I don't know how you could tie this into your fan fiction. He also changed uh, his walk up song uh, today to uh, Taylor Swift's ready for it. Um, and he said, it's Taylor Swift. It's her summer. She's been helping the economy in every city. So, uh, Taylor Swift's now affecting the Yankees. That's huge. I like that. I changed my fan fiction. I have Sean Casey now uh, hiding his batting gloves from him. Mm, Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So, good pride. Good pride. As I said, I'm going to go Glaber Torres with my pride. Yes. He had a sack fly in this 
series where he just kind of punched one to the left fielder. And in that moment, I was like, God damn, Glaber's just being awesome at the plate. Like he's just playing team ball. He's doing him his own thing. He's playing, gets a hit in every game this series. So he spreads the love. He made a couple nice plays at second. He didn't make any puppy dog plays at second that I can remember. Uh, but yeah, that sack fly and that approach right there uh, with the breaking ball and him just throwing the bat at it. I don't know what game it was in because I'm blurring games one and two like crazy. Yeah, I think but, it was. Uh, I think it was the the first one. Volpe was the runner on third because it was actually kind of a tough tag up because Glaber is out there with the intention, or no, it is game two. Uh, Glaber's out there with the intention get the runner home from third. Um, you know, get get a barrel on it, get it to the outfield, however you do, and it's a it's a nice swing to do that. But it was on a line a little bit that uh, it was a good tag by Volpe as well. Yeah, but I was proud of Glaber in that moment, and I was like. Sean Casey walked up to Glaber and said, you don't fucking need me. So when I don't talk to you, don't take that as an insult. That's the best compliment I can pay you mm. and went on his way. And Glaber was like, all right, dude. He's like, you're being a little dramatic. <laughs> like, are you, or is there a documentary being filmed? Are you reading a script? You know, be real, Sean. Post me and you're but, but Glaber did like it afterwards. He was like, that was cool. I like that. Yeah. That's Sometimes the most motivational uh, speeches are written down. Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. four mm. score. Four score actually wasn't written down. Lincoln kind of improv that. Yeah. I don't know if you would say it was motivational. Okay. Okay. Another, uh, well, Glaber's out there. You know, there's a much ado about Volpe playing in every game this year, and he keeps that up even though he sits out in the final game. Uh, Glaber's only missed one. Uh, yeah. So Glaber's been out there, and yeah, I guess especially with the fear factor that we live with as Yankee fans, Glaber leaving with a left hip thing casually in the seventh inning or so. I hope, uh, let's hope that's one of the hyper-precautionary, we've got to lead against the Royals, Glaber, you're out, as we need to win the next couple games, because if Glaber's out for a little bit, scary. Unfortunately, I do believe in the Oswaldo can't get sent down. Uh, jinx right. or whatever you would want to call it that BBD did mention. So I am, that does have me a little more worried than if that had not, if as Wal, if Oswaldo Cabrera didn't get just sent down and this happens with the Glaber, I'd be like, all right, whatever. Like Glaber plays a lot, but because he just got sent down and every time he gets sent down, he gets turned right back around. Yeah. I am worried. I'm with you. Yeah. Let's get into MF or it's a series sweep. So it's Ooh. interesting, but who do you got? My Yankee MFer, huh? Yep. Golly. Golly G Willick Willick. Golly G Willickers. Um my uh my MFer will actually, and this is really rude because I have defended it before. Uh I'll go to Ron Marinaccio. Um yibby, 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 yibby. Uh I don't know, it just it it seems like we've come a long way from the Ron Marinaccio that came up and had the longest scoreless streak in, in baseball for a little bit last year and, you know, power wipeout changeup when he needed it. Um, yeah, it, it, you know, I, I don't even know. I don't know what, like, lane I like for Ron. Like, you know, I feel like I used to know that. Like, you know, I feel like Ron for a little bit was like a 
when he was figure when he was coming up and being good, it was like, "Ooh, if we're, you know, down two in the seventh, I think Ron's going to like hold this and like maybe have a cool strikeout that'll kind of be some good momentum." Now, I don't, you know, we did the rest thing and I think he was well rested coming into today that I I don't know, he's clear he's clearly not um in the circle of trust and I don't I don't know if he will get back there. I think when uh, they used Dick Ramirez over him in that one game, he kind of was on the outs. You know, there was buzz and hearsay. They were trying to package him last year, so they sent him down to AAA um, to freeze his MLB stats in a nice spot and then were keeping him down there because they wanted to trade him and then the trade didn't go through, so they brought him back up after the deadline. And maybe he's a little worried about some second half tomfoolery again. And they use Nick Ramirez ahead of him. And then he's like, he's kind of like, you know, being all pissy about it. There's a I'm chance. a fan fiction guy. You are a fan fiction guy. Yeah. Who's your MFR? Did you say? My MFR's word vet. I mean, we're doing yeah. something cool here, man. Everyone's coming up and helping. Bowers comes up. Helps McKinney. He's playing for the first time and he's helping Peraza doesn't get any hits, but made some nice plays, um, d- got some action and okay. Trevino's out. Who cares? Work has been crushing it in AAA. This is, this is, this is the uh, addition by subtraction series. And he went over. So fall into my fan fiction. Otherwise your MF Yeah. He might be saving it for the subway series. Um, We'll see, but Ben Rovert's on the team, we think. Yeah, caught Cole because um, yeah, Cole catches better with Trevino over Higgy, even though Higgy was his personal catcher over Gary, which is what we told you was going to happen, that he doesn't matter. He's just a personal catcher guy, and he decides that's my guy, and now that guy's bad. Hmm. Dang. I have yeah. Rovert as uh, waking up Rizzo. Rizzo's last homer was when Rortfett was on the team. Mm. So I think if he's when he stares at Rortfett long enough, he starts hitting homers. Who the fuck is that guy? Another lefty. Okay. Get Ben Rortfett out of my face. Caught a good game. And no one else really deserved it, so sorry. Damn. Tough love. Tough Wake love it is. You. The old MF or welcome to the team, Ben. Let's see what you got, kid. Oh, I hand out those like candy. Okay. Fresh meat. I've seen them give out candy to kids. Trying to stop that. Yeah, trying to cut back. Halloween. <laughs> Parades. Parades. Just chucking. But, chucking on my kids. By, by my record, Ben Rortfett's last award and only other award in Talking Yanks history, he got the Geppetto's Dildo Award from, from Jimmy in the Red Series. So, What? So, because he was a real boy, he was a real boy. Yeah, he was real. Did you call Joe's after giving him that, or did Joe's call us? Mm, I forget. Forget. Joe's loves Pinocchio. It's his favorite movie. Geppetto's his favorite character. Yeah. You know, Geppetto's actually the main character. Um, regular old award. Jake, you go first. You said you have a, a diesel. I got a diesel word for uh, McKinney lined up. Diesel. Well, now I got to cook the books a little bit. Uh, I am giving out a talking Yanks favorite. I am giving out uh, the broken wrist award. 
I, my wrist. You got it. Are you giving that to Billy McKinney? I am. I am. Uh, Mark it down, BBD, and type with ease. Billy McKinney. Uh, yeah, yeah. You can. I'd like that noted. Um, Billy McKinney in that first game, uh, he makes the two great catches. Uh, that one by the wall. He hits a big three-run homer uh, right after the three-run homer. And, Jim, you know, I have a friend who, uh, in eighth grade, uh, he broke his broke his wrist, his right wrist, and he was a righty. <laughs> and so, you know, he had to start using his left hands for things. And basically, Billy McKinney, for one day, was a lefty baiter. Um, so, <laughs> that's, why he gets, that's why he gets the broken wrist award. Where was he? Go on. Just cooled? Just cooled off? Billy McKinney? Yeah. Um, I think his... Felt like he wasn't getting his regular playing time, which feels weird because we didn't have outfielders, but he also... He had a stretch of bad at bats. Um, he had a cool-down period, and I, I, either Oakland or St. Louis, Booney had mentioned he, like, fouled the ball off his leg or foot. Um Said that had knocked him out for like a series for being yeah. more than like a yeah. If you go back to June twenty fifth, so almost a month before the Kansas City series, Billy McKinney uh, was three for his last twenty nine, a one hundred three batting average, a one hundred three slugging. So yeah, I mean for four weeks, um, you know, playing with his hair on fire, Billy McKinney was kind of missent. Uh, so hey, maybe. Maybe he's got a hot stretch coming, or maybe it was Royals baseball. But, hey, good job, Billy. Good job, Billy. Good job, Billy. Billy's number one. <laughs> Wahoo. Uh, that's great. It's one of my favorite quotes from that movie. It is. <laughs> my first award is the Lupe Fiasco Award. Ooh, kick back. Kick back. No, not that song. Kick back. Kick back. Uh, that's good. That's no, not that song. Uh, so you're trying to think of someone who's kicking back into gear. No. Um, wrong song. Wrong song. Wrong song. Kick it's back a, it's by a wrong Lupe Fiasco. You're, you're, you're using a wrong song. Uh, you are going to Giancarlo Stanton. Wrong. Wrong. Okay. I was doing the song, uh, If You Are Who You Say You Are, a superstar. How you feel. Because Bowers, that mm. dude, exactly who he said he is. That leadoff at bat just to open the game gets it to a full count. And I'm like, I remember this. Then he hits a nice, uh, I think it was a single to right field. I was like, yes, I remember this. It, this is what it felt like Bowers was doing a lot. And then at the end of the game, hot shot to the wall in right field, gets a beat on it. Great run. You're like, oh, yeah, get there. Get there. Last second, something goes awry, doesn't have the ball in his glove, and I'm just like, that's on me, Jake. Yeah. That's who you are. Those first 95, or the first 95% of tracking a ball is wonderful. Yeah. And then it's like just a gust of like confusion. And the ball's on the ground. Uh, so I appreciate Bowers coming back and just being who he is. 
a superstar. That's what Lupe Fiasco says in that song. He is a superstar. Uh, at that, I don't know anyone else better. It's true. Uh, yeah, it it is tough that, you know, whenever we get into the Yankees have a bunch of infielders and DHs, and whenever we do, you know, look at this, look at today's lineup. Billy McKinney should be like a treat of this season. He, he should be from previous years, you know, Geo's coming out party and things like that. Like, Billy McKinney has been really good at bats and has an OPS at, at right around eight right now. Um, they, McKinney yeah. or Bowers? Uh, Bowers, excuse me. Um, How could you confuse them? Yeah, right? Um, so, yeah. Uh, and if Jake Bowers had been doing everything he's doing from, like, the seventh hole of a normal Yankee lineup, we'd be like, look at this guy, all-American boy. O'Neal Light. Uh, instead, it's like, oh, wow, you're back first game leading off. Here we go. The leadoff brigade, Peraza, McKinney, Bowers. Did you just get called up from the minors? Let's get you four at best at the top. How about our bench right now? Bortvet, Peraza, Allen, IKF. IKF banished. Doesn't make an appearance, Jake. No. No. And it is, uh, we're not believing in anything because the Royals are so bad, but there, <laughs> there kind of are a lot of changes happening. Like Ben Rortvet's now going to catch 33% of the games, which that's new. Um, Bowers is back, which, you know, we do like his at bats. Um, and even going back a week when Donaldson's out for the season. So it's like, yeah, I don't know. Some new stuff has happened. Just win baseball games against real teams and make us believe in something. And maybe give us a judge pseudo timeline. Are Bader and McKinney in the, in the, in the fight for judge return time? Left field? Who's fighting with Aaron Judge for... No, no. The two of them are fighting each other for left field once Judge is back. I guess so. I mean, maybe. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, left field's been a tough thing for me lately and the past couple years, if I'm being completely 100. Greg Allen in the fight? Uh, versus lefties because he's switch. So I'd say Bowers... I think Bowers would be your left fielder uh, in a game that matters in Yankee land. He's, his regular at-bats have been consistently better than McKinney's. Um, McKinney can play all the outfield positions, so he's him and Greg Allen are kind of your fourth and fifth, and you try to keep Bader healthy with some rest days and stuff. I don't know. One of them got to go. There will be injuries. Glaber's already gone. I could. Who comes up if Glaber goes down? As well, as all though. Duh! It's been half your topic this episode. <laughs> <laughs> it was so obvious I missed it. Sometimes that's life. Your your last award. My last and final award. Uh, you know, Jim, there was a. Uh, Big movie that came out this weekend. Barbenheimer. Um, haven't seen either. No spoilers. 
if you have. Um, I'm going to give out the Ken Award. All right. So you're saying whoever you're giving this to, you're calling Dickless. I wouldn't say that. I'm not going to go that route when I guess. Don't go the Dickless guess route. I'm not going that route. You gave me that Lupe fiasco advice. I'll give you that advice. Uh, I don't know. DJ should probably get talked about. I'm going to go DJ. It's going to Giancarlo Stanton. I mean, the, the body, the core, he is my, you know, if I'm Barbie, that's kind of the Ken I'm looking for. I think he has a massive hammer um, instead of none, but. You mark it down, Biebs, in the ledger that I, uh, uh, bad miss. Bad, horrible miss by you. Uh, you even guessed him for my award yeah, earlier. Yeah, like it, the whole thing was lining up. Um, but you you missed his Waldo a second ago, so I don't know. It sounds like the the beach sand party is getting to you a little bit. Stan ends up going four for 12. Um, he, uh, what was the stat they kept saying? I think it's six, six homers in 12 games, which it's like, okay, you know, when... One for every two games. That's, uh... A little bit of a math pod, people. Watch yourselves. They, yeah, as we've now done the same conversation for three weeks, you know, the Yankees haven't earned themselves a a big trade at the deadline. We're still interested to see what it looks like and where we're at in a couple days. But if they want to do anything or feel different, a lot of it comes down to Rizzo and DJ and Stanton and Judgy when he comes back that, uh, hey, Big G with the star insurance homer in that first game. And he's on a he's on a little bit of a heater, and I actually did like Boone's postgame. Um, you know, because part of Boone's job is to not run too hot or too cold. And when the Yankees are really cold, that's when we get frustrated because we're like, dude, just say it. Um, but I And I kind of agree with him. Stanton's still not fully clicking. Um, like, the at-bats still don't look like, you know, we've seen those Stanton hot, hot streaks. And it seems like he's not there, which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But uh, it's not the playoffs yet. So yeah. What's very interesting is when Judge comes back. If he comes back in two weeks or a week or whatever, the team is there. The only the only miss is Trevino at, at catcher and Rortvet. Other than that, it's like every other position is what we knew it was going to be. Even the rotation: Cole, Rodon. Oh, Nestor's coming back. He pitched in. Um, yep. That's another groundskeeping. Nestor pitched in Somerset or Scranton. I think Summer Somerset. I think Somerset. We hit it in passing. Yeah, but so we're very close to like this is the team. Like this is the team you wanted. So if you still are not winning at a, like if they don't go off right, then they can't use injuries because this is the roster, kind of how bad they've been and how, and some of the names that are on the roster, you're like, wow, you still got so many replacement players. You got, you know, Greg Allen and Bowers and McKinney. And, and, and then it's like, Nope, that was a gap you left open. Yeah. That's, that's the part that's kind of tough about the Yankees kind of, they believe in their ability to scout the next Urshela Bowers and those guys that, they leave the first half of the season as almost like tryouts. Matt Carpenter last year when they got him. Um, problem is we didn't... <laughs> I don't think we've found too much. Um, and the main guys haven't been good. So, Yankees baseball. 
Yankees baseball. Who's your uh, last and most persuasive word? The last and most persuasive word goes to um, this is the um, ooh. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Yep. This, oh, I wish I thought of this earlier, but you oh. don't know who's going to be left for the last award. You know, right. it's hard to prep for it. It's a mystery game. Um, I have I have something I'm building in my head and I like it a ton. I just, okay. it just hasn't yep. 100% yep. got there okay. yet. How can I help? Um, Uh, can you tell me if there's any movie where there's, well, that's a huge hint. Um, okay. I'll just say like, um, your friend's friend who you hate award. Um, I like him. I like him. I like him one at a time award. Better apart award. The better apart award. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It does go to three guys. It's a triple. Yeah. Okay. Uh well, you know what? I'm just gonna spread the board. I'm gonna kinda roulette table it. Um when you play the middle and you're just, I don't know, you're just kind of going by feel. I'd be remiss if I don't guess DJ at this point, just going on our classic. You just guessed him, so I have to guess him. Uh, I'll throw out Luis Severino because there's a chance that he could be a conversation topic. Um, and I'll throw out Oswald Peraza. No, 0 for 3. Uh, mark that down, beeps. Wow. And um, Just goes as 0 for 1 in the ledger. But... Not on the side notes. No, it goes to Wandy, Tommy, and Clay. And I like them, but I think if you're like Clay, you know, you guys are like quite the threesome. And he's like, ah, they're a lot when they're together. I, I like mm. Tommy when I'm with Tommy. I like Wandy when I'm with Wandy. But if I'm with Tommy and Wandy, I go, I get out. I get the hell out. Like once Wandy comes in the game and Clay's just left with Tommy, that's a good time. Or once Tommy goes to the game and Clay's just left in the gotcha. bullpen with Wandy, that's a good time. The first se seven innings when Tommy and Wandy are together in the bullpen, Clay is. I'm gonna go to the dugout. As soon as one of them gets called in the game, I'll go to the bullpen and start warming up. Because that's that's a lot, man. That's like your best friend in college who you get along great with and you have a great rapport, or you're like your roommate. His best friend from like kindergarten through high school comes over they're on a different wavelength to when they're together yeah. like tommy's like or clay's like i don't understand the two of them when they talk yeah i mean we kind of we talked about that before the season in an exciting way like tommy and wandy seem to be perfect friends righty lefty chaos change-ups uh, they both get lefties out better but the right. threesome worked in the two games that they appeared in Part of the formula, like you're mentioning, that's the uh, that's the exciting and scary part as we start heading for it. That a lot of the, <laughs> a chunk of the Yankees formula is there. You know that that back end of the bullpen we kind of anticipated. We're missing Johnny Els, and he's he's working his way. Um, yeah, he yeah. looked great. 
You liked how he looked in the sim game? I don't know who said it, but someone said the line like, uh, probably the the two toughest at-bats they could have. Mm. Like them facing each other. It's like, no. Mm. They're both seeing action for the first time. None of this matters. They're going to be, they're running on, they're jumping onto a moving train of guys in full flow of the season. This isn't anything. Like either way, this is two guy two rehabbing guys rehabbing in a fake game. Right. I think I don't know, was it Boone? It was like probably like two of the like this thing like you know, not gonna face a better hitter than Judge the rest of the way. True. He's really, really good. But not good the other not the other way around. Anyway, whatever. There's too much eyewash going on for me. It almost felt okay. like there was a memo sent out to the Yankees, like everything we can do off the field, that's cool. Let's do it. Rizzo, he's slumping. Let's get Nick Swisher up. Him and Casey, they're going to do BP together on the field. Pettit, he's a fan favorite. He's an advisor. Let's get him on the field before the game. We're going to have UConn coach uh, Hurley. He's a go-getter, business guy. He speaks to New York. Let's get him in the booth. Judge Loisaga, full yes crew. Let's get them center stage. I was like, all right. Win games, make trades. Doing a lot of no- nonsense. Defending my guy Hurley, he's a little bit of a media darling, um, and he did the same. All the thing. Hurleys are; they're awesome. Yeah, he did. He did the same thing at Fenway last week. So he's he's just getting his <laughs> face out in front of more recruits. So that's I just go. But in the middle of that, I said, "Awesome, uh, awesome mantra: Win games, make trades." It's pretty good, man. Yeah. So now you're back trading. Trading for the Yanks. Yeah, no, we're in limbo. Okay. But we could have really tilted the wrong way. We avoided a big tilt. Win games, comma, make trades. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's the that's it. I'm gonna eat some sand. Everyone go uh, check out Warehouse Games Championship game. Say it's that one. say Ten that minutes. one sentence you want to say about DJ. Good, good dish. Good series for him. Kind of game, had right? some hits. The home run was good. Um, had some bad at bats still. Billy McKinney five walks. One he cares. He cares. He's he's different. He's different. Love you. Go Yanks. Tell him Grams. Go Yankees. Go Yankees. Go Yankees. Go Yankees. Go Yankees. Go Yeah, I'll send you a picture. Thinking about it now. On it. It's all right. It's all right.